Welcome, welcome, welcome. Switch the days up. This is Monday morning. Um, you know, the Mike Hill Show usually is a Sunday production, but had to get in um, a little family time and had a, a birthday for one of my good friends. I had to attend to a birthday party. So shout out to my boy, Gabby Dabbit. We've been locked in since we were 12 years old. So I had to attend his birthday party yesterday. Um, so I couldn't do the show, but we are here today. Man, it's, it's early this morning. You know, it's Coffee with Coach Mike. That's what we're going to call the show, Coffee with Coach Mike. And then we're going to do the usual. We're going to get through the top 25. We're going to talk about the big games. We're going to talk about the game of the week. We're going to talk about outstanding performers. And we're going to talk about the question of the week. See where y'all knowledge is at. But let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, first of all, let's just check out the gear. You know what I say. You send it. I will rock it. Um, this is a culture sweater by uh, one of my good friends, Lauren Harris, out of San Francisco. Um, I believe she has moved on to Buffalo, New York. So she's out in the East Coast now. But this is culture uh, sweater, uh, San Francisco logo. If y'all know the Giants, it's the same, same lettering. It's a nice quality sweater. So I'm rocking that today. And let's get on to it, man. Let's get into the top 25 wins and loss category. Uh, there's a lot of losses this week for uh, top 25. So I counted eight of the top 25 of the West Coast Preps Bay Area top 25 rankings. Um, I got eight teams that lost um, this past Friday, Saturday. So that may be the most that we had in a while. Usually it's about you know four or five that tend to uh, come up short, but this week was uh, eight. So we're gonna get into that. And I always go through the top three and I will go through the top four this time. We're gonna hit the top four. So top three, let's get to it. Um, we got Sarah, number one. They remain number one. Uh, they played Bellarmine. So Bellarmine is a great program. I'm in that WCEL. So they clashed early. You know, big powerhouses clashed early. And and I think Bellarmine scored first, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Bellarmine struck first. It was 7-0. Sarah was down. Um, but that's not the first time Sarah's been down, as you know. Excuse me, what happened in the De La Salle game? You know, they came back and won that one. But Sarah went on to win 28-7. to Remains unbothered in that WCL as the top team in NorCal. So shout out to Sarah. And then we asked some, I mean, it's kind of unexpected. Um, we're not used to this. It's not the norm. De La Salle lost again. So that's their third loss uh, to NorCal team. And I can't even remember this. I don't even know if I was born the last time they lost to three NorCal teams. Um, when I was growing up, they barely lost. It was a streak of like 150 and over. You know what I mean? So uh, De La Salle lost. Uh, they were the number two team. But they lost to a great program um, out of Stockton, St. Mary's of Stockton. I think this is the second time that they, second or third time that they came down to the Bay and clipped us. Um, but got a lot of love for that program down there. They produce great talent. Um, Nasir is a baller out there. Uh, he plays receiver. I think he went over for about over 100 yards receiving in that game. So um, um, as we take a look, so De La Salle, takes another L. They'll still be in the playoffs. They're still the uh, one of the top teams in the NCS and likely to win their league. So they're not done yet. Um, it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. And then Pittsburgh had a, a shootout with Liberty. Um, it was 31 to 29, uh, <laughs> the battle of Highway 4, right? Pittsburgh, you know, Liberty's out there in Brentwood. Uh, Pittsburgh won on a late field goal and that was 31 to 29 
to remain uh, one of the top teams in NorCal. And then I had to go ahead and mention the number four team since the number two team lost to a team that was not in our top 25, and that's McClymans. McClymans, um, I feel they, they may move up to the top three. I, you know, I don't know. It depends kind of how much is weighed upon the loss um, by De La Salle to St. Mary's, you know what I mean? So that's the powerhouse program. They may very well be undefeated, so they may not move very much, but McClymans, the Mac House, is the number four team. And let's get into the big games. We have McClymans versus San Ramon Valley in a high power offensive battle. The numbers from this game are absolutely crazy. I think the final score was 40, 45 to 20, 45 to 42. I may be mistaken, but um, McClymans was up. Looks like they were cruising on to a victory. And then San Ramon Valley came back. And they wasn't cruising for a bruising. You know, they coming, they coming back trying to get this uh, W. And just looking at some stats, and this is kind of unbelievable, man. Luke Baker, the quarterback from San Ramon Valley, had 511 yards passing. Jesus. And, and what's, crazy, what's crazy about this is a coach from McClymans hit me up and said, man, this dude has to be a nominee for player of the week and I said well you know what did he do 511 yards passing against McClymans now we're not talking about you know 0 and 7 program you come up put up 80 points against them like no we're talking about a powerhouse in Mac you know what I mean so Luke Baker went for 511 yards and the Jet does what the Jet does 280 yards I think he had 20 carries I mean god that kid's amazing just you know toting a rock and then I guess I put easy work, Alkalani's. They they undefeated, forty-two to zero. They had Trev Rogers back there with some highlights that I got to see. Stretching, I want to say like eighty-five yard catch, going a distance. I think he's you know about six foot two ten, just flying down the field. Um, so Alkalani's easy work gets the win over Lost Lomas, man. So shout out to Alkalani, stay undefeated. And I want to say. The upset, the upset of the weekend had to be Vacaville over Vanden. So Vanden was undefeated. I think Vacaville was three and three going into the game. And then Vacaville came to play. So, you know, in high school sports and college and in professional, every week is a different week. Like you gotta be ready to go. And once you, you know, you never know what type of team you're gonna get. You can get a team that's gonna come battle and give up you're gonna get a team that's never gonna give up you're gonna give a team that's gonna give it they all so you gotta stay ready for any competition so shout out to Vacaville for getting that big upset win over the weekend and we got one more big game that I did not mention we gotta get this it's the uh Menlo Knights Menlo Knights take on Aragon at the house for homecoming that was my first homecoming being with Menlo in Man, it was a sight to see. That game was packed. It was so many people there in the stands. The student section was rowdy. They cheering. They fired up. They had some big, loud chants on third down when we really needed to stop. Um, there was booths, food trucks. 
you name it. It was going down at Menlo School for this uh, homecoming. So it was absolutely great experience. Man, I'm glad I got to uh, experience that as a coach. I'm glad my family was there to experience that uh, as, as spectators. So shout out to Menlo. And let's just talk about that game, man. So that game, the score was a 31 to 10. And it was close in the beginning. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, Aragon scored first, right? And then we came back and scored later. So going into halftime, um, you know, late in the second quarter, Aragon was driving. They're in their red zone. And then my man, Harry Hauser at safety, comes through and jumps a slant. Gets the interception, right? Just a game-changing play by Harry Hauser. And then on the offensive side of the ball, we were able to push the ball down the field. I want to say 94 yards in uh, less than two minutes. And it was amazing. And that was the turning point in the game. So going into that, it was a uh, 10 to 7, I believe, at the time. It could have easily been 17 to 7, which could have been a different story going into the second half. Uh, we ended up scoring it's 14 10 at halftime. Um, the boys were confident. The coaching staff was confident. You know, we really, we really needed that big time play by uh, my man Harry Hauser. And then uh, we kind of we caught our feet. We got our feet under us, and we got it done. So it ended up being 31 to 10, uh, final score. And just you know, look at some some outstanding. Um, plays and players. Our quarterback, 23, class of 23, Jake Bianchi, threw for over 400 yards in three quarters. He didn't play the third quarter. Uh, we went with our backup quarterback, Mikey McGrath, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, we had T uh, Ty Richardson. So Ty Richardson just does it all, man. Offense, defense, and special teams. So Ty Richardson racked up over 200 yards all purpose. Um, I want to say he had close to 90 yards receiving, 90 yards uh, rushing, a touchdown, the big touchdown, a 64-yard bomb to get us uh, get us that go-ahead score in the second in the second quarter, and then he had an interception, and he had a punt return for about 40 yards. So the kid does it all. I'm telling you, he is a Division One prospect. I'm betting my money on him. It's not much he cannot do. And he's starting to gather the attention that he deserves, man. You got Sac State, you know, Little San Jose State coming around, Cal Poly, um, um, Holy Cross, uh, William and Mary, like in Hawaii, you know, just to just to, uh, start it off. So his, his attention that he deserves is coming. You know, we are always working to connect these players with coaches, coaches uh, with players. So, you know, they get the opportunity to play uh, collegiate football so that's the goal and that's always the plan so shout out to him and then got a two more two more I got a court my man court tight end committed to University of North Carolina some stuff you just can't teach man that kid is like six four two hundred and twenty pounds twenty five pounds and he can do it all he can block he can catch and he got breakaway speed. So Court ended the, ended the game with 106 yards receiving from the tight end spot um, and a touchdown to go along with his uh, eight tackles in that game. So shout out to Court, man, and shout out to the uh, Menlo Knights for getting that win. And shout out to Aragon. Like they they wasn't a you know a pushover team. though. they were big, they were strong, they were physical. You know they was laying down a hat when they needed to and they was pushing the ball a player that stuck out to me from that game is number one um i believe his name is lloyd walter um six one two ten uh db running back played in the box a little bit and uh 
according to his Twitter profile, he has a 4.0. So that's a kid that may, may have to get a look um, from these colleges. And I believe he's been starting since he was a sophomore. So shout out to uh, Lloyd Walker. I'm sorry, Lloyd Walter from Aragon High School. And let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to these top performances. And I already mentioned some of it, but let's just get to it. And let me just dive in a little bit deeper uh, with the research I did on this kid. Luke Baker, San Ramon Valley quarterback. Got, got him down for 511 yards versus McClymans. That puts him over 2,000 yards in six games already. Two thousand. That's a lot of yards, man. I, I'm a play caller in the end. That's a lot of yards. So that means the kid just out there just with a, you know, they call it like a hose on his arm. Like he just out there firing it off. So shout out to him for that. And uh, the crazy thing about it, the crazy thing about it is he is a Division One baseball commit going to Santa Clara University. You hear me? So uh, the kid is big time. And then another impressive thing, he has a 4.4 GPA. So he's doing it on the field. He's doing it on diamond. He doing it in the classroom so shout out to Luke Baker I'm gonna definitely have to reach out to him and uh, his coaching staff and get him on the show maybe his coach cuz I, I I need to talk to the offensive coordinator I need to know what you dialing up over there and had his kid at 2,000 yards in, in six games so shout out to Sam Ramon Valley um, y'all did the do and you know Luke Baker I, there, there's nobody that can that can top you this weekend man so you are the player of the week top performance of the week is Luke Baker so real quick, um, we talk about the game of the week. Talk about the game of the week. And I saw West Coast Preps, you know, they did the voting. They do the voting every week for the game of the week. And I commented, there's no bigger game in Northern California, maybe no bigger game in California than the Bruce Mahoney Sacred Heart Cathedral for St. Ignatius two San Francisco private Catholic schools will go out there and duke it out at Keysar. That game's on Friday, and I can just give you just some, some personal experience from that game. Last year, um, I got to coach in that game, and it was close to 8,000 people there, man. That, that game was packed, um, and I was in the box calling plays during that time, and I couldn't even hear myself talk to the coaches on the field because the student sections were so loud during timeouts, during uh, um, you know uh, penalties, they never stopped. So it's loud, it's packed, it's people from all over, alumni, people who don't have any connection to, to the programs, they're coming out, they're showing love. So that is one of the longest standing rivalries, uh, I wanna say, in the nation for high school, for high school, high school sports. So. Um, that's that's the player. That's the, the game of the week. It's big time players on both sides of the ball, um, and uh, you know, SI got a few players. Sacred Heart got a few players, as you know. And uh, I'm gonna try to make it to that game. And people ask me who I'm going for. If you ever coach at, if you ever coach at Sacred Heart, and I'm sure it's the same at Saint Ignatius. Once you leave, you're never gonna pick the other school, right? If you rock with Sacred Heart, then you are just gonna rock with Sacred Heart. You're never gonna pick SI. And if you rock with SI, you're never gonna pick Sacred Heart. Even if you, you know, you coaching the uh, Buffalo Bills, it, it just ain't gonna happen. So uh, good luck to both both sides, man. Let the best team win. Uh, but I gotta root for SHC to this one. Hopefully they can pull this off. It's gonna be a tough matchup. It's always a tough matchup. It's gonna be a real close game. And let, let the best team win, baby. 
Um, and I want to get one more game in there. That's, you know, we got San Francisco, big time private school rival. And then we got one out here in the South Bay. We got Mitty versus Bellman. And I just called it the Battle of San Jose, right? Mitty's back. Mitty Gritty is back. Bellman Bell's ready to play. I think that game's at San Jose City College on a Friday night. So I'll be checking the updates on that. Um, and that's a big time game, man. So Mitty and Bellman, you guys are in the mix as well. Uh, Menlo, we play at. 3 o'clock, an early game um, on Friday, 3 or 4 o'clock on Friday uh, due to some changes. You know, we, we got the referee official shortage, so things get moved around all the time. So uh, hopefully I can get to that Bruce Mahoney uh, game later that night around 7 if uh, things work out on my end. If I can't make it down there, maybe I'll, you know, push out to a Bellman versus Mitty. But I got to see one of these games, and I'm due for a live in-game uh, high school besides my own and watch and just see, see what's going on and see the environments at these different programs so shout out to the games of the week for that shc versus si kizar the bruce mahoney is it when we call him this uh coffee with coach mike you know what i mean so that's what we drinking early this morning man it's a it's a coffee day to get it get it rolling and i'm trying to stop drinking coffee to be real i drink coffee almost every day and i take a break every now like every now and then for a week or two so uh, this is uh you know my first coffee in a little bit and you know in a while so i'm back drinking coffee i gotta get a figure out my new uh coffee spot you know i tried feels you know my man brandon huffman loves feels so you know shout out to b huff um I do dabble with the fields, but it don't always like it don't always hit hit the spot for me. So I don't know if I'm on, I'm on off fields. Um, I gotta figure that out. And then Starbucks, I love Starbucks, right? They they don't usually go wrong, but it'd be so packed. Like man, it's thousands of people in there. I just want a cup of Joe. You hear me? So I gotta figure out a new coffee spot. I did try a blue bottle coffee uh, out in San Francisco. That's on like Fillmore and Jackson over there in Pack Heights. Uh, dropping off my son to school a couple weeks ago, but man, that one had my stomach in a blender um, because uh, uh, I, I should have got lactose-free milk. I should have got some soy milk, but the only options were almond milk or oat milk. And I said, you know what, F it. Let me just get the whole milk. And that was a whole bad decision. Stomach was going doing tornadoes all day and at practice. So blue bottle, I'm gonna give you one more shot. Give me one more shot to figure out what the coffee is. But, you know, I usually like mom and pop coffees. I know when I was working on patrol in San Francisco, I always had a coffee spot in the area that, that I was working in, um, especially down in Avenues, you know, 25th and Commit was my coffee shop. So I got to find a mom and pop coffee shop that I like um, and just rock with it. And I, I'm always down for, for the mom and pop. I usually can see clothing, um, if it's training, if it's a... Uh, catering whatever it is i'm down with the uh with the small businesses man trying to survive in this tough world and trying to survive in the bay at that we know how expensive it is out here but uh let's move on man let's move on to a couple of things only got two more things to uh get to and i'll let you guys go on this monday um the question of the week i thought about it and i popped the question of the week yesterday and i asked what is the uh who has the best record or what's the best Division One team in the Bay Area right now? Uh, the options that I gave were Cal, the Cal Bears, uh, Stanford, Stanford Cardinals, and uh, the San Jose State Spartans. And looking at the uh, looking at the poll, it looks like some of y'all don't watch football. Because the simple fact that y'all chose Stanford, no offense to the Cardinals, 
you ain't been watching football, but because uh, it ain't going too hot over there. But uh, uh, they lost late against uh, against Oregon State. That game started at eight o'clock, and the game had to probably end around eleven thirty, and they lost at eleven twenty nine. So they play Notre Dame this weekend, and they got to fly all the way out there to Indiana. So good luck to them. Um, and then we got the Cal Bears, man. Cal Bears program is back. I love the staff over there. Benji, uh, Coach A.T., uh, all the boys over there um, that, that got it going. Um, they are 3-2. and two. They are 3-2. and two. So they're doing well. They're doing well over there. But they are not the number one team in the Bay Area right now. And let's drop down to the San Jose State Spartan. I'm so happy that they like back on top, man. That's a good program. And they are actively recruiting the Bay Area. Um, I went to the game a few weeks ago with some players from Menlo. Um, um, and we got to experience the uh, the vibe at, in, at San Jose State. And it was electric. So shout out to San Jose State. They are 4-1. Front runners in this Mountain West. And they are the best team in the Bay Area right now. Yes, they are. So, just looking at the breakdown, out of the uh, we had 10% of the people vote for Stanford. 10 of y'all should be ashamed of yourself. 20% voted for Cal, and I get it for sure because they was definitely one and two. And 70% of the people voted for San Jose State. And it looks like it was about 100 people that voted on on that uh, on that poll there. So that was a good little. Um, um, outcome for, for, for the uh, for the vote so shout out to San Jose State shout out to coach Zoe shout out to all the boys Ben uh, director of football operations down there is always a good dude um, to, they got an awesome staff down there we love San Jose State football and we got two plays in our playbook named after San Jose State we got San Jose State and we got Spartan and I would tell you what the play was but then why then y'all gonna know what we're doing over there, but we do got two plays named after San Jose State. So shout out to the Spartans. And as we move on, man, this one's gonna be short and sweet. I'm solo today. This is the uh, coffee with Coach Mike with the uh, West Hill. I mean, with the West Coast Preps um, podcast. And then next week we'll get back to it on our regular schedule Sunday. Um, next week I do have a college coach lined up for y'all who will come give again, give some recruiting tips firsthand from a college coach what they are looking for in athletes and what the process is and we'll ask questions i also have a player on the show um that week so hopefully we can get a you know a little back and forth i could have a um the day period's over so we good to go i can have a, a player a student athlete talk to a coach and be able to ask some questions that they want to ask and then after that, they can relay this information to their teammates, to their parents, to coaches. You know what I mean? So we'll be we'll be live to this next show uh, coming up uh, on Sunday. Uh, we'll have the Mike Hill podcast show back live at his regular scheduled time, man. And then it's looking back. Uh, I mean, looking forward through the month. We're going to have a Halloween show. Uh, we're going to have a Halloween show that's going to be on the 30th, dressed up. I told my daughter I want to be a chicken. So I might just come in a chicken costume. You never, you never know. So we got that show coming up, man. So once again, thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate the, you know, the support. Um, I get text messages from friends. Um, my mom, my mom's always watching. Shout out to Lisa. Um, uh, you know, family, um, college coaches, 
everybody, man. So, hey, I appreciate that, man, just the encouragement and the words that you guys are giving. And I, you know, use your advice. And, you know, if you guys got questions you guys want to have answered and thoughts, um, please share it with me. Um, I'm always down. I'm always open for it. So, thank y'all. Mike Hill Show, West Coast Preps. Let's keep this thing going. Let's like, retweet, subscribe to West Coast Preps so you can hear me every week.